0: I'm so excited about this, Erin.
1: Hello, I'm Erin. And I'm Sally. And this is the Duo Shelf Indulgence. Each season, we'll take an in-depth dive into one book that at least one of us has not read before and explain theme explore themes, characters, and what we like and dislike, and try to guess what will happen next. For more info, check out our trailer. This season, we're going to focus on the Naomi Novik novel, Uprooted. It's a fantasy novel, and it was published in 2015. It won the Locus Award for Best Fantasy Novel, the Mythopoeic Award for Adult Literature, and was nominated for a Hugo Award for Best Novel. It has roots in Polish culture and is based on the Baba Yaga folklore.
0: I was wondering. It seemed like Eastern European and
1: I was like Have you ever one. heard of Baba Yaga? It sounds familiar. Okay, it's like this witch and I think it's Slavic traditionally, but it's like this witch who lives in the forest. And the only thing I can remember about this folklore, which may or may not be completely rooted in truth, is that she had a house on giant chicken legs and walked through this. Oh!
0: Yeah, no, I don't remember that at all. <laughs>
1: Uh, I think she also was both good and bad, depending on her mood and what you were doing with her. Okay. Or, like, your interaction with her. Is there going to be, like, a chicken leg house in this, in this book? Is that a spoiler? Is there a ch- I don't think there is. <laughs> okay. I was like, wait, is there? Is there? <laughs> so, the synopsis of the book is... Agnieszka loves her valley home and lives in loves her valley home in a quiet village, but the corrupted woods stands on the border, full of dark power, its shadow lies over her life. Her people rely on the cold-driven wizard not only is the dragon to keep the woods dark forces at bay, but he demands a terrible price for his assistance. Every 10 years, one woman must be handed over to him to serve him without question. The next choosing is fast approaching, and Agnieszka knows Everyone knows that the dragon will take Kasha, beautiful, graceful, brave Kasha, all things Agneshka is not, and her dearest friend in the world. And there is no way to save her, but when the dragon comes, it is not Kasha he will choose. So I've read this book several times, and it's your first time reading it, and I had asked you, based off the cover and the description, what do you think the book was about?
0: So, first of all, I'm very glad that you pronounced names for me, because I was like, I have no idea how to say this. Why did she not pick an easier name?
1: Um, (laughs) Well, because of where it's based off, like, her Polish culture, and at the back of the book, which I didn't want you to go to, because I didn't want you to to, like, pick up spoilers, the author actually says how to pronounce that name, so I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing it correctly. also listened to the audiobook just for, like, the names, just to make sure I was not saying it incorrectly. If I accidentally do or I slur, sorry in advance.
0: Yeah, I really wished that SJM had done that at the beginning of Akatar because I got to the end of Akatar and I was like, it's not Rice Band, it's Resand and I don't like that. <laughs> Very end of the book. Okay, um, the cover. So when I first looked at the cover, I thought that maybe, and just based on I don't know the the title, I kind of thought that it might be like a retelling of a classic fairy tale, sort of like how Akatara was like, this seems very Beauty and the Beast. And I was like, I love that. I must have like a Stockholm Syndrome trope love because <laughs> I really like these taking girls captive and then they, I'm assuming that this is going to go in a romantic direction, I hope. Um, but yeah, so at first I was like, I think this might be a, a, maybe a different twist on some classic fairy tale that I know, but apparently it's not because I don't know Polish fairy tales. Um, and then the back I was, I was, uh, very... It it drew me in, the description drew me in, and I was like, okay, this is definitely going to be interesting.
1: Yeah, I picked this one because I thought, I was like, Sally will like this, this seems like up her alley. (laughs) Is
0: this part of a series, or is it a one-shot
1: It's a standalone novel, she does have another one, um name i can't remember that i think is based off Stiltskin.
0: okay that, spinning silver
1: yeah spinning silver it, it's another standalone novel but it's the same kind of world building place Okay, it has like the same cover design and everything but it's very different from what i know of her other novels which i have not read yet okay so we will just jump right in and make sure that you guys know it's a spoiler so we're gonna go through the first two chapters we're gonna go through synopsis sally's gonna tell us whatever she was thinking at any time when she was reading this and yeah if you want to join us on our journey make sure you read chapter one and two before listening further So we open up with what I thought was a great first line. Yes! Our dragon doesn't eat the girls he takes, no matter what stories they tell outside our valley. I don't remember if I actually read the synopsis when I first read this book, so I probably honestly thought this was an actual dragon.
0: Yeah! (laughs) No, but that first line, I thought the exact same thing with with Akata. I remember the first maybe couple chapters, I was like, eh, this is kind of dragging on a little bit. And then it like picked up and I was like, holy shit. This first line in the first few pages, I was like, yes, this is immediately grabbing me. And I love how it just jumps straight into it. Like there's no fluff, you know, kind of building up to it's like immediately first chapter, like this person is coming and taking her away yes
1: yeah so the dragon is a wizard who is the lord to our main character's village and several other villages in the area every 10 years he takes a girl from the village to where he lives in this giant tower he doesn't lay a hand on him you know, so no sexual things, but since this is a fantasy land set in kind of like what I at least felt like it was like a medieval style world, yeah. um, the girls are basically ruined anyways. You're living with this guy for 10 years, it doesn't matter if you're just a servant, you're by yourself, it's your prospects are out the window.
0: I thought that was interesting too, that I kind of pictured it as like medieval, but she describes her skirts as being like at the knee, and I was like, wow, that seems kind of risque for her the setting that I'm picturing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess it's also a fantasy world, so I'm okay with, you know, slight differences. And then after their, after their 10 years, they're given money, silver, and instead of remaining with their families, they visit for a little bit, then they travel, I'm assuming, to bigger cities, don't really come back. They're just, like, not a part of that world anymore. It's too small for them is what I got out yeah. of it.
0: And they all sound very successful afterwards. Like, they go to university and they open their own shops. And When one becomes like you know... Yeah.
1: <clears throat> or <laughs> The concubine? Wasn't she a concubine? Or she was like... I don't know, I remember that. What would they describe it as? She was a courtesan, which usually yes! cortesian courtesan. Usually she means their right. mistresses. You are somebody. right. The lady who's
0: like 60 now.
1: Yeah. That's so that also means this guy is like super old.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Which is super Oh, she was awkward. taken
0: 60 years ago.
1: Okay. Yeah, so like not the first girl to be taken. Taken 60 years ago. Let's just add that all up. So they allow this because the dragon protects them from the wood, which I say with a capital W, as the wood is a character all its own. Agneshka's village is about seven miles, she says, from the edge of this dark, dangerous woods. And like the Hungry Games, it's pretty strategic how they're chosen, when they're chosen. They're always 17 years old. So when you're born, you basically know this girl's going to be in this group of girls who might get picked. It always happens on a big feast of the year. And... Again, you know potentially who's getting picked, um, even if you don't know all the girls. About maybe 10, 15, I'm assuming, from the surrounding villages Mm. on average. It was 11 this year, I think. I think it was 11 this year. So, I mean, how would you feel if at 17 years old, you got locked in a tower for 10 years? I don't know what this guy might be down for. (laughs) He's mean! (laughs) He's hilarious! Like...
0: Sorry, continue.
1: No, you're fine. I mean, the other thing is, like, you know, she can't probably can't really marry. Like, most of them probably can't marry. Because if you think about it in the con... If, again, we're laying this idea of the medieval style world, I'm assuming yeah. by then most of them are getting ready to get married at 17. So imagine 10 yeah. years, you're 27, you're kind of not... You could get married, but probably less likely to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. However, oh, it says often is not they married some city man.
1: Yeah. So like no one wants to be with small boy after that, which looking at it from a modern perspective, I'm like, yeah, why, why would you? But same yeah. time, like I can understand if you grew up in that village and that mindset, you're like, these girls are just going away and then they're just going away. Yep. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Uh, this year they know it will be Kasha, the main character's best friend because of how poised, beautiful, especially she is. Where, in contrast, our Agnieszka is messy, clumsy, and even when she tries her hardest, always destroys whatever clothes she's wearing.
0: I found her to be more like a like a more endearing Bella Swan. Like, she's got that clumsiness, but I
1: don't hate her. <laughs> okay, not that yes, I hate I, her, I, though, I, but... But... Oh, yeah, I know. I totally did not like Bella Swan at all. Let's just put that out there. But yeah, I understand what you're coming from. I also just imagine that, like, this girl, this tomboy, just, like, rolling around in the dirt. Yeah. I
0: feel like that's been really common in, in a lot of stories lately, where it's, like, this more tomboyish girl who's out there, like, hunting in the woods, or... By the way,
1: everyone listening, just so you know, when she's talking about the book series, she's talking about a court of... Oh, yes. Thorn Thorns and, and Roses. Roses. Agatha. Every time she's <laughs> But I mean, that. like, Hunger Games too. Like, I feel like there's... Yeah, but you keep bringing that reference up, so I wanted it's to show what it was. True. Uh, so on their last moments for October 1st festival, they talk about their desires and Kasha kind of hints that she would like to travel the country, be a minstrel, which I thought I took as like, maybe she's not as happy with this outcome as she, you know, like, because again, yeah. everyone knows it's going to be her because of how he chooses people. So, and her mom, like, loves her, but doesn't love her. Like, as the character says, it's a different kind of love because you know there's a possibility of them leaving. So, like, her mom's always building her up to be, like, the best at this. So, like, if you're going to be put in this position, you're going to be the best at it. So, I'm like, doesn't sound like she really, she sounds like she'll do it because she has to, but not like she wants to.
0: Yeah, it was more like I'm resigned to this as an eventuality rather than looking forward
1: so then Agnieszka uh, gets more about the dragon. Again, she dislikes him very much, mostly because he's going to take away her best friend in the world. Uh, that He has a vast collection of books, and he stays mostly in his tower protecting the villages from the woods. He doesn't really go to court unless the king demands his presence. So booksellers often come to him, and because of that, the villagers are often more read than other villages would be. They own books, they know how to read, and but he doesn't interact with the village at all. He just like the only time they see him is a special feast. He like it was great. Pick you. See you later. Like even when they give him his yearly tribute, his food for being their protector, like he doesn't really come around. Yeah. And again, he's abrupt, rude, direct, and again, he's old. I love him. He's not. Doesn't look old. Doesn't that's, look old. That's what she says is weird because it's creepy that he's like mostly young features, but you can tell his age by his eyes. Yeah. And I'm like. I like very unsettling. <laughs> you're, yeah. You're just in love over there. You're shipping these characters so hard, and we're not even like past chapter two. I know,
0: I, I find them both so endearing. I really like books that, that there aren't like a automatic red flags with these characters you so far. We're only really two like, chapters don't in. I feel
1: like this isn't, like some of his actions towards her are automatically red flags, minus the kidnapping, because it's not really kidnapping, <laughs> <laughs> and locking her in the tower, because technically he doesn't. I don't know if that makes it any better, but let's let's set that aside because the villagers know this will happen. Yeah, I do. Let's set that aside as a red flag. You don't think there's any other red flags in this? I think he's hilarious.
0: <laughs> like, he's just, like I laughed out loud repeatedly reading this because I was just like, this guy is savage. Like he is just r- ripping into her, and her internal thoughts, like in response, are funny too. Like I really enjoy both of them, and it's not really a back and forth because he's just kind of putting her down, but it's entertaining. She little. finds her ways to get back at him. Yeah.
1: So, he saves them from the woods, and Agnieszka explains that the woods are really weird. They do crazy things. Like, one summer, weird pollen came from the woods, infected crops, people ate it, became rabid, run off in the woods, never come back unless they were tied down... Uh, she managed to find untainted fruit that she ate from the wood, from at least a woody, woodsy area, because she was really young. I think she was six. She didn't realize what was mm. happening, and her parents freaked out because they thought she was gonna go crazy. And she didn't. She got very lucky. So the dragon was away at the time. He came back. He burned everything. Made sure that the villagers were okay. Made sure like the other villagers helped them so they wouldn't starve to death. So like very good leader in that aspect. Yeah, he's solid. I'm <laughs> I'm just trying to give the whole, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm allowing you to ship this because I will admit I do like him, but I want to make sure to give a wider perspective or at least question your. Am I not going to like him as much? I'm not saying that because I'm not saying anything about what's happening in the future. I'm just saying like, I'm just trying to like, you know, give the other opposite perspective, challenge reviews. Okay. Like, okay, I'm resigned. So yeah. what do you think about the woods? I was like because it I want to say I probably took me two readings to really understand throughout the book like the extent of what goes on with the woods.
0: It's interesting you called the woods a character in and of itself because I had not gotten that and I don't know if maybe that's like something that comes later but I just kind of thought of it as like a magical wood sort of like I guess like in a
1: I guess that's true. It is like a magical woods. I guess just because there's just so much dark stuff that comes seems to come out of it, even in the first two chapters uh-huh. where they say that even if, like, someone wanders too close, all of a sudden yeah. they're gone. Like, yeah. even if it, like, it just seems like a very big presence in their world, which is why I yeah. guess I consider it kind of its own character.
0: And they also seem like, the way she describes it, that this is such a threat to them that they really, like, accept without question the fact that they have to hand over a girl every ten years. Like, they they're not fighting this they see it as a fair trade and they're like protection sure have them
1: but i will say i will say that even though they do like she is very clear that if he had harmed them or ate you know actually ate them like a mythical lizard dragon like they they would push back but it's just that since he doesn't really do anything They're fine with it. But that's the other thing I thought was funny with, like, the girls afterwards, like, leaving into town and stuff. It's like, yeah, go away from this crazy-ass woods. Like, it's a scary place. Like, I would not want to live seven miles from a place that gives me deadly pollen once in a while. No. Or whatever wacky stuff comes out of it. Yeah. So, fun stuff. So then, October 1st comes around, they go to the nearby village, it's time for the dragon to choose his next guest. I say guest very liberally. (laughs) Agnieszka tries to keep clean. She's very specific that she wants to give Kasha a fair shot, that I guess she doesn't want to oh, like sweet. pretend to be all slovenly and gross like some of the girls do. She's like, I'm gonna do look my best. And like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, she says she already has like three states yep. by the time he comes around. And I'm like, in my mind, it's like about an hour. <laughs> How? 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 Like, I mean, I'm a bit more of a princessy type. Like, I like dresses. I like to look nice. But like, I'm
0: Oh. Yeah. And then when she later cleaned up the vomit with her dress, I was like, oh, that's so... Like, I'm just picturing her walking around with this puke-stained dress. Just,
1: she does for a while, but we'll get to that. She does! Oh. So, there are nine other girls besides those two. He just appears out of nowhere, not like in Harry Potter, or like, just pop, but, like, she says he slithers out of the air, which kind of sounds gross. And then, like, just a some like sudden, and the arm, and the rest of him just... <laughs> You're like, I don't care what what, you're not gonna write up by. Brian. I'm sold, I'm sold on this man. <laughs> you're like, sign me up, I'll go.
0: I will go. Tab he's got a big library,
1: which she's apparently not supposed to touch, but <laughs> So he goes through one by one, he frowns at her, asks her name, then pauses at Kasha, seems really happy, like, Oh yes, I found the one which again sounds like he's looking for a bride, even though he's not. He goes through the other two, goes back to Kasha, but then keeps frowning at Agneshka. Agnish- until he produces a little blue flame, asks her to take it. She does. He's like, okay, I guess it's you. He just pulls her magically back through to the tower. Doesn't even get to say goodbye. Major Beauty of the Beast vibes here.
0: Yes. yes. No saying
1: goodbye, no tears, yeah. no farewell. Just like, okay, great, you're God. the one. Yep. I'm just imagining what everyone else is thinking after that happened. Because again, yeah. no one predicts that.
0: It would also be kind of weird. So like the last time this happened, they would have been seven. So like, is it? it's not True. their first time seeing this. So was she, like, expecting... I guess, like, in the book, she didn't really seem surprised that she was just, like, dragged away and boom, gone. But at the same time, it's, like, maybe they don't really have a clear memory of how it all works?
1: Or maybe she didn't go? Like, yeah! It's possible they might not have taken Oh yeah, mean, it's in
0: different places, like, it's held in different different towns, depending on where the girls are from, so... Yeah, and
1: it's, I mean, it's a big whole That's festival, it's a big harvesting yeah. festival from what I'm getting, Is like, you know, oh yes, here's our feast of the year, so, like, I mean, like, maybe they'd go, maybe they wouldn't. Yeah. But I mean, they seemed like there were smaller festivals through the year, too, so maybe she just hasn't gone to that one. But yeah, either way, everyone's super surprised, because she's gone, and no one expecting that. <laughs> So then the way the tower is described to me is like this big point with lots of yeah. stairs and spirals. So after a while of, oh yes, so she throws up on his shoes, basically.
0: I'm hoping that's not a recurring thing. That is one of my biggest pet peeves about the Akatar series is that they are constantly puking or pissing themselves. It just, I don't need to hear it. Like, maybe once or twice, but.
1: but. It makes sense, because if you've never magically traveled before. It makes sense, but I don't need to read about it. <laughs> But it was really funny because like she hates him, so she pukes on his shoes here. It like, was accidentally, fine. accidentally, but she still does. He's just like, this is here gross. Okay. Clean yourself up and just kind of leaves her in her room.
0: As long as it's not like a recurring thing, I'll be good.
1: And then there's this magical map they wax on for a while. That's of the area. It shows the river, the woods, the villages. Yeah. I think it shows the like, whole kingdom. I
0: guess maybe Like this, is, that's the thing in Avatar. <laughs> Sorry. Stop comparing. <laughs>
1: So she decides after she's sad for a while to go down and, like, find the kitchen or something. She runs down the stairs, falls into him, and they both almost fall down the stairs if he didn't catch her.
0: And he insults her some (laughs) more.
1: Yes, yes. What, What was your favorite insult?
0: Oh, oh, hold on. Give me a sec. Um, it was, it wasn't even just her, like... I think it was the horse face one because it wasn't just like what he said, but it was her like, well, that was a step too far. Like, (laughs) like that, that seems a bit unnecessary. Oh, shoot.
1: We'll get to it. Probably.
0: I'll find it
1: so yeah so he insults her some more he shows her the kitchen and like she's terrified of him she doesn't know what's gonna happen which i thought was a little unrealistic because again every 10 years he takes somebody and they're always okay afterwards but like she has this fear for some reason i don't know if maybe because she's like so scatterbrained it was you know, made him fall down the stairs or what, but she, like, thinks he's gonna, like, throw her in the oven and she starts freaking out. He asks her if she's deranged because she starts laughing when she realizes yeah. he's gonna throw her in the oven. I'm like, I, it was kind of a funny scene, but at the same time, like, why did you think he was gonna throw her in the oven? Yeah,
0: and, like, I guess... I'm kind of, I was kind of surprised that she was so afraid, knowing that everybody's come out, like, she says they've all come out very well read, and they go on to lead very successful lives, like, why are you freaking out? You've just been given, it seems, a nice opportunity to chill for 10 years. I mean, like, I get, like, missing your family and everything, but, like, I don't get why she's so afraid, I guess. like Yeah,
1: the fear, I don't understand. Like, even, which we'll get into more later, like, worried about how much interaction you have to have with him. Like, he's not going to throw any of it. Yeah. So, she eventually looks for a food store there, the ledger. She's impressed by the number of items. She finds a journal that gives her a schedule when to deliver the meals written by one of the former girls. It says, leave the meals in the library, and you won't see it, and have courage. Great, cool. So, again, Kasha was a pet going to be chosen. So she was taught how to cook and do all these amazing things, so but uh, spent most of her time outside, running through trees, doesn't really know how to cook, which just seems like a skill failure in this time period anyways, because eventually, even if she wasn't taken, she was going to have to ask her own family and yeah. cook Unless for Well, she him. knew a little bit. More than me. Yeah. So she finds a rabbit that the person had already prepared, so she eats the rabbit, makes eggs, baked apples, but then she gets lost trying to find the library. It takes forever. Food's, like, not good that time she gets there, and he's already in the library, so no avoiding him. So then this was my favorite line. I won't lie. I laughed a little at this line. So she says, I brought dinner, not wanting to go in unless he told me to. Really, he said cuttingly, without falling into a pit along the way. I'm astonished. He only then looked up at me and frowned. Or did you fall into a pit? Yes. Which I thought was fair because, again, she has all these stains on her dresses and, as you said, she when she vomited, she cleaned up yeah. the vomit with her dress. She's still wearing this dress. Like, she's just a hot mess.
0: Yes. But he is. He's so funny. Like, I, I get that he's being insulting and, like, mean, but at the same time, it's the way that she's written it. The way that it comes across is just humorous.
1: Yeah. This one was pretty funny. I thought it was hilarious because, again, this girl just, like, sounds... like a good person, someone really nice to me, but, like, it's just, like, a hot mess. One of those people who just can't keep herself together, which is fine. He looks at the food she brought him, which, by this point, is inedible, congealed apple, cold mess. He asks if she can do anything at all. She complains and asks why, if he finds her such a mess, why didn't he choose Kasha? He says he regrets having her, but he can't t- take her back. He grabs her wrist, holds her hand over the food, and makes her say, Lurintalem, I think how you pronounce it, with him. To her horror, the food that she cooked turns into this splendid meal. He lets her go. She stumbles and talks about how she feels like he just squeezed all this energy out of her body. She asks what he did to her, and he just tells her, it's just a small cantrip, just stop complaining. She stumbles off to her room and sleeps because she has, like, no strength left.
0: I thought that was interesting, too. The fact that it was repeatedly described as something that he did to her, and I was like, not really. I mean, kind of, but they did it to the food, and she's, like, horrified that he's just transformed this food into this amazing meal. And she says it as something that, like, he's inflicted upon her, and I was like, I mean, The way I'm reading
1: it, the way I'm reading it is she, she's interpreting it as, like, he's holding her wrist over the food, making her say this word with him, and, like, channeling her energy with his magic, and forcing her, her to use her energy to do this okay that's what i'm guessing she means when she says and that's that, why she collapses yeah because she has no energy okay got it from this at <laughs> that least that's what i'm getting from this whether or not that's true who can you on. that makes more sense so then chapter two she spends a few days by herself she doesn't she just like, tries to follow the schedule she cooks like crazy she's just like i don't want it that to happen to me again i don't want it to use my energy i'm just gonna you know make sure he doesn't see me ever then she gets bored, and she goes to his office, his library, finds a book she wants, takes it, and begins to read in her room. The book's called Luth's Out Summoning. Loud. Begins to read out. Yes. So, again, she knows how to read. She's very well. Well, not I wouldn't say well read. I think They have I had, like seven books. Which is pretty A decent lot. for that time. Yes.
0: she has uh, seven books.
1: Yeah, so she at least knows how to read. So she tries to read, she can't remember words one page to the next, and she reads out loud. So what were your thoughts on her reading this book out loud?
0: I mean, as soon as it said that, I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, because it says that she can't remember. As the pages go on, she can't remember what she read in the first few pages, and she keeps going back and rereading it, and every time she forgets what she's read. So I was like, okay, there's something obviously very magical about this book where it's impacted, like it... I guess the reader can't remember it or something's going on here and then she starts reading out loud and I just saw, if you've seen The Mummy, you know, from like 1999, I just, I'm like, bad things can happen when you read a book. Don't do it. Don't read it out loud. And yes, that
1: also like, I understand wanting to read because you're bored. I understand, like, you know, he has a lot of books. It's probably okay to take one. But, like, it was just really funny to me that she's like, I'm going to take this magician's book and read this book out loud that I'm struggling to read. Yes. So, yes, as you know, we all thought, "Uh uh-oh. So she gets, like, half a page in and he comes bursting into the room, takes the book, rants that she's an imposter, he'll find her master, and it's all ruse, and she's like, what?
0: Yes. And he's so certain, too. I love that certainty. He's like, I know. I know that you're lying to me. And she's like, I don't have the slightest clue what you're talking about. He's like,
1: you don't have broken toys. And she's like, what? Yep. Yeah. So he tries to attack her. She escapes. He kind of calms down and is like, you know what? There's no way they would spend you as a spy because you're just like a disaster. And I'm like, you know, he was upset, which I get. He took some time to think on it. is like, you know what? You're... That's just not Because
0: she, like, knocks over, like, a potion or something and, like, freezes herself. Like, she gets stuck. That was how I read it, is that?
1: I, th- I think so, so like, yeah. she
0: knocks something over, like, accidentally, like, immobilizes herself, and he's like, yeah, no, you're not. You're not a spy.
1: <laughs> and he just leaves her for a while. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, what? Yeah. He goes and, like, comes back with this broken down toy, like, says, okay, you obviously... I have proof, like, you're Yeah, so did he
0: go back to her house? That was what I took from that.
1: I took it, yes, I did take it that, but I also, I'm sure he was not seen by anybody. I'm sure it's not like he just knocked on their door and was like, Hey, can I see, like, a broken toy of (laughs) Agnieszka's and, like, bring it back with me? There's no way he did that. So, yeah. Yes, I'm assuming he went to a house or, like, somehow magically summoned a toy or something. Okay. So, like, he's like, okay, you're not an imposter. Clean up this mess. Like, just whatever. So then the next time she brings him breakfast, he makes her say another cantrip to... Because keep, she keeps offending him with her dirty, stained appearance.
0: I learned that word. I had to Google it, but I learned...
1: What is it? I never Googled it's it. It's like
0: an incantation or like a spell.
1: Okay. So it's was like, that makes sense. <laughs> so she eventually begins to look at all the... Oh, no, sorry. So he, um... Makes her say this spell, this cantrip, because she's offending him with his, her dirty state appearance, and she is left standing in a formal corset gown, silk, fancy veil, like not her style at all, probably super uncomfortable. <laughs> Getting yeah. this girl, like you said, wore shirt, skirts, and like pants, and ran around in real yeah. dirt, so. Also leaves her weak. He makes fun of her a little, or at least sounds exasperated about her. And then this happens for weeks, and it just she has all this resentment building up. He, she just has no strength from this. She just has piles and piles of dresses and cloth that she can't wear again because you can't get in those kind of dresses by yourself. Yeah. So she just keeps putting on, like, stained plain dresses, and he makes her change because by the time he, she gets to him, he's dirty. And so, yeah, we go through days and weeks of this until eventually after one outfit change. She also has her repeat a spell that organizes his collection of books, However, she says it weird, or really tired, and instead of the normal organization that he wanted, it's organized by color, which I know someone who does that and drives me insane.
0: That's so funny, because I was thinking about this. I've seen the debates on like TikTok where there are people who, you know, like they'll have like the rainbow shelves where they'll organize everything by color, and then there's people who are like, how could you possibly split up different series? Like, that's how I am. Like, I've got all of my series in order, like Harry Potter, Twilight, ACOTAR, like they are all in their proper place. And as... As aesthetically pleasing as the the rainbow color coordinated bookshelves are, I just could not do it. So I read this and I was like, "He's correct. <laughs> what is this girl
1: doing?" Okay, yeah, I agree. You can't have it in rainbow color. I took it a step further. I always have it alphabetized by author, too. Really? Oh yeah, I'm that That's crazy about actually. it. And then I have things divided by subject because I like have a shit ton of cookbooks. So, like I have like three shelves full of cookbooks. Those aren't by author. Wow. I think those are just kind of. I think those are by subject more. Three shelves of cookbooks. I love cooking. Love cooking.
0: Sure, you have bigger bookshelves than these. I've got another one in my room.
1: Should have more bookshelves, yeah, it's on the agenda to get more bookshelves.
0: (laughs) My sister, who's like a huge reader, she's like big on book talk. She uh, has like the Florida ceiling. Massive ones in her room. And...
1: I would love to have a house that had built-in bookshelves.
0: Yes, that's
1: my life's goal.
0: And with the little little sliding ladder thing,
1: that would be nice too. It depends like on how big my house Beast. is. But yes, that was definitely my ladder goals when I was
0: yeah. young, like Beauty and the Beast.
1: So he gets frustrated. She talks about how the fog she gets is better. She um, practices more. She can bear what he is doing to her. And she starts to enjoy making him annoyed by seeing how dirty she can get using her usual cooking cleaning routine before she gets to him. So it's like that's resentment piled up between them. And then we end the chapter with her finding a note in a sewing basket from a previous girl saying not to be afraid he won't touch you he just like likes you to dress nice look pretty so you know find a dress in the closet sew it up make it sure it fits you nice and give him a little company but only a little bit cook for him he'll basically ignore you which upsets her because a would have been nice to know from the beginning all this was you know that he wasn't going to touch her and everything like that and b more fear because all of a sudden he's doing stuff differently with her than he's done with the, at least this previous girl. See,
0: I was confused by that because when I read like the note. I did not take from it that he hadn't done any of this stuff with the other girls, but now you reading it, I guess, like, the he won't touch you, I took it as, like, a sexual, like, he's not going to assault you
1: type of thing? Well, I took it as that, too. Like, I think that's what the note is implying, but I think with her, she's also like, he doesn't want any interaction with these girls, essentially, but he's interacting with me. He's using my strength. He's, like, grabbing my wrist, making me do things, like, not sexuals, but, like, he's using it. She perceives it is he's using magic with her energy, you know, and he's never done this before. And it uh, really upsets her because she's like, I don't know what to expect now for these next 10 years. See, I didn't get that from the note. Like, I guess... What did you get from the note?
0: I guess, like, I, I, I guess I just didn't get that he hadn't done the same things with other girls. Like, obviously, it's, it's a comforting note, and I get, like, I, her wishing that maybe she had seen this earlier on, um, like the other one, but I guess I just, from this particular paragraph, I didn't get how she inferred that he had never done like the spells with the other girls, I guess.
1: I guess for me, the reason I think she picked up on that, at least one part of it was she says, the note says, hey, use sewing and make these dresses look nice for you and just look presentable for him. But he, she doesn't do that, obviously, which, you know, is fine. But she doesn't do that. And he uses magic to make her look presentable. So maybe she's just inferring because they always just use sewing and made themselves look nice, but he's actually forcing her to dress in these clothes with not on her own choosing
0: okay so that's just that i've been clear because that was like the one thing where i was like i don't understand how she got from this note
1: i'm not saying that's exactly what the author is intending or what the note is intending or what the character thinks but that's what that's the only way i can think of is like her interpretation of it would be okay interesting
0: i do love that you put the things here because it really didn't stop me i was like shoot i want to keep going but
1: yes I really listeners i put giant paper x's over all the chapter divides where we're stopping each episode because i was like no spoilers no reading i want to hear what your thoughts are on just these chapters
0: i may have told aaron that i would not continue reading i think it was akawar maybe um and then i read all of akawar
1: that wasn't podcast though that was just you uh, me being like hey you need to make sure you keep up with your homework because we're both in graduate school and you're like yeah sure great <laughs> uh
0: turned that assignment in the day it was due at like 5 a.m <laughs>
1: you turned it in the day it was due you got it in on time got it in so yeah so okay so you like the book you're shipping the main characters
0: <laughs> i really am like tell me this is a romance Tell. i mean i'm assuming it's there's
1: i'm not telling you anything <sighs> Emily, You. I'm piece this together i'm gonna be like i'm happy that that's the way you're looking at it i'm gonna say that i'm excited that you're invested in this but i'm not gonna tell you if it's romance or if they end up together or if they don't end up together or what's going on okay so i sent you some questions so what was your favorite moment in these two chapters
0: every time he insulted her (laughs) i don't know why it's just I, those moments where i laughed like the, the one that you were talking about i i think just the the more humorous moments were and i really did i loved that first page just that opening i was like this is how you start a book this is how you really like grip somebody and it worked um but yeah i think just every time he insulted i was like this man is just like hilarious like he's funny
1: I will say, I agree. I do agree that his insults are funny. I do agree that I giggle when I read them. I will say, probably not good in a real-life situation. Yeah, so Probably yeah. not a good romance in a real-life situation. I think- Nora's being
0: kidnapped and dragged away to a tower.
1: For ten years. <laughs> but don't worry, he will touch you. Exactly, see? Um... I would have to say that I think it's the way the author writes it that makes him sound funny and the fact that she still is pretty, like, the character's pretty spicy. She's like, I'm not gonna take this, like, yes, I'm methodically going through this for you, I hate you, I'm probably plotting your demise all the time on my free time. But she still, like, tries to find ways around annoying him. Yeah. So, but yes, I do agree he's, his insults are pretty funny, in my opinion, too. But not good in No, absolutely not. So what was your least favorite
0: moment in the book? Ooh, I think probably that just that last page of, of chapter two where I was... I just was confused by the last line where she said he hadn't done any of this to the other women at all. And I was just like, how did you come to that conclusion from this note?
1: Okay, so... so- Then I guess quickly, I guess, look at the first two sentences on the next chapter and to see if that makes it easier for you. Like, I'm just curious, like, if you were, like, again, not looking at the whole thing, but just, like, the next few chapters, does it explain a little more? Does it make it a little easier? No. Or do you have the same conclusion?
0: I'll have to read more. Just not from the first couple lines. Okay, that's
1: fair. So you thought it was just confusing that...
0: Yeah, he thinks he's been
1: using the energy from the girls all this time they just haven't told anybody because that was another interesting thing that I thought was super awkward and really sad was when she talks about how Kasha says hey he's been doing this for hundreds of years none of the girls have said he touches them but then she goes and talks to Agnieszka's mother and is like can you tell me what happens between a man and a wife so that way I know and can expect it. That was heartbreaking
0: to me. I thought that was so sad and I also I really, I like this main character and I really I liked sort of the struggle that you see where she at first, she's like, "Why didn't you take my friend?" And then she's like, "Wait, wait, wait! No, I didn't mean it. Like, go back and take my friend. <laughs> I meant like, like clearly, she's the superior choice. Why, why did you choose me?" But you can tell that she's not like she does. She doesn't want anything bad to happen to her friend. She she's not trying to. Right. She's,
1: she spent this entire time hating the guy because he was going to take him or her
0: way. Yeah, exactly. So it, it, it's sort of a, a little bit of a Katniss thing where she didn't like volunteer for this. Like, I'll go in your place. I volunteer as tribute, but she she doesn't want. You know somebody that she cares about to be here in her stead, and I, I really liked that.
1: Yeah, especially because she, as she says, she's exhausted all the time. This is draining to her. Yeah,
0: which I don't. I guess that's the part that I'm kind of confused about. Still, I guess she, she just seems to hate this so much. But I like how you're describing it. That makes more sense. The, the he's kind of uh, channeling her energy, and that that's draining for her. That makes more sense than.
1: So, do you think that's what's happening?
0: I think that makes more sense. I was just confused. Like, why does she, like, I guess I, in my mind maybe it was sort of more of like a Harry Potter thing where, like, they don't really describe spells as, like, draining. It's just sort of a...
1: You learn it, you don't learn Yeah, exactly.
0: It's just sort of a skill set that you have. And so I guess I wasn't, I was like, why is she so negatively, like, like? I, if somebody was like, here's a spell to make a nice meal, I'd be like, that's awesome thank you I will be using that forever like if I could clean up my clothes and look nice I'd be like this is really convenient thank you for this knowledge like I'd be excited to learn magic I think like if somebody was like here I'm gonna teach you this spell I'd be like
1: so do you think she's learning magic then or do you think he's
0: is she not learning like I thought this was like well see now that you say that he's like channeling her energy now that that's
1: what the character says he's doing so okay, like, that makes me think
0: insane. that, like, he doesn't have his own or that he needs her for something. Well, obviously, like, they t- he takes them for a reason. But it makes me think that, like, he, he needs her to serve a purpose for him rather than just, like, I'm, well, obviously, I don't think that he just, like, took her and he's like, I'm going to give you a nice magical education and then send you on your way. Like, <laughs> welcome to Hogwarts private tutoring.
1: <laughs> With the creepy old man who lives at a tower.
0: The creepy hot old man <laughs> who doesn't look old. I guess she doesn't describe him as It's, it's okay, that?
1: Agnieszka, if you don't end up with the main character, Sally certainly is.
0: I'm gonna cry if she does it. Like, I really do enjoy him. I find him entertaining and and i really i think sorry i know i keep going back to akatar but i i see a lot of the debate and like is reese a morally gray character in akatar and to me like he is i don't think that he's like this paragon of righteousness or perfect and i like that this character so far i'm not like seeing those red flags of like you're slightly problematic he does you know kidnap girls for 10 years but but beyond that like he's not he's not assaulting these girls he's not like he hasn't hit her I'm appreciative of that. That's really a, a low bar. <laughs> That's really low standards, isn't it? But like thus far, he hasn't done anything other than like insulting her <laughs> repeatedly that makes me think that I'm going to end up hating him or, or really dislike it. There's no Tamlin, you know. Right.
1: So you say if you were able to learn this thing, you would totally be like, yes, let me make a better meal. So like all the only type of character does any of this is when he makes her do it, when he tells her to do it, when he is telling her to say this so i guess that that that's why it's the question of like is he teaching her magic or is he not
0: and can she do it on her own yeah that would be my other question like without him guiding the
1: motions can
0: she just perform these spells
1: so we already are discussing some of the main characters so you, we know what you feel about the dragon so what do you feel like there are four main characters we really learn about is aganeshka kasha the dragon in the woods so what do you think about these characters I'm still so intrigued
0: that you call the woods a character. I really think that's interesting. I'm curious to see like where that goes. Um, but yeah, I I like them all. I I this is my my one of my favorite books of all time is Tuck Everlasting and it's because I think every main character in that book is just so endearing in their own way. There's nobody that I hate. There's no like major betrayal or backstabbing. They're just like genuinely nice, like good people. And thus far, Kasha seems like a lovely friend. Agnieszka I'm saying that right? Sounds like a, a nice person. The dragon maybe a little testy, but overall not like a complete he's asshole. He's an introvert.
1: He's, he's, he's totally on the spectrum and he is an introvert.
0: I'm with him there. So yeah, I really like them all. I mean, the woods doesn't seem like a nice character.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Intriguing, but not, yes. not nice.
0: Yeah, but I mean, aside from that, I really, um, and it also just makes me think with the pollen thing, it makes me think of Cassian when he, he has his allergies. Have you read Agamor No, that's that's Silver Flames. That's the, I think that's Silver Flames, but he's yeah. got, like, allergy problems, and he's like, I hate, I hate the Spring Court. But the the pollen made me think of that. Um, but yeah, I like them all. I think they're all...
1: So then what questions do you have? Like, what are you looking to be answered in the next couple chapters that you're going to
0: read? Well, the big one was, I was like, how did she come to this conclusion at the end? I was like, I, I'm not seeing that. So that was my big question. Now I'm wondering... Well, obviously, like, what is the purpose? What, why is he taking these girls? Why, why did he take her specifically? What is with the little, the little ball of flame? Um, I'm assuming that it's like the fact that she could hold it. That that he was like, okay, I guess it's you, fine. But beyond that, like, I'm not quite sure what is the standard. Why did he choose her specifically, and why is he taking the girls in general?
1: It's interesting you mentioned the ball of flame because, like, that wasn't mentioned as part of the whole choosing. Maybe. That wasn't mentioned, like when they were talking about how he chooses his. Oh, girl. like in the past. Yeah, he never. They they never God. talk about him having a blue flame. When it's always just the brightest, the prettiest, the most poised girl, which yeah. obviously she is not. Yes. <laughs> it's interesting you bring that up too. Okay, interesting. And it, it's
0: I'm also now I'm so curious, like if he's always just disappeared with the other girls. Like, do they usually stay for the feast? Does he usually like? just grab them out of thin air and, and leave? Or I
1: would expect that he probably does just leave with them, because like He's not a social he, person. Yeah, he it, it, they basically say he's not a social per- I can't imagine yeah. him being like, let's just stick around for the rest of the feast and then we'll go. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: I don't, I don't, I don't usually theorize when I'm reading or watching something. I'm sort of more of like a sit back and, and, uh, just Sorry, see what I happens. To do so. no, I like that. I like that. You're asking me all these questions because it, it's making me think. And now I don't know if I have like a theory of why he's doing the things that now I'm kind of curious, like if, the way that you framed it of him, like, sort of channeling her energy to do these spells, I'm like, maybe he can't do them himself, or... Erin's, <laughs> like, keeping that poker face of, like, she's not going to reveal anything. You did a great job with Hakatarji, where you were just not going to nope. tell you anything. Um, so, yeah, I'm...
1: So then what do you think happens next? They're
0: going to hit the sheets. <laughs> um, I'm hoping that they become friends... <laughs>
1: In the next three chapters?
0: <laughs> yes! Like, I don't get her issue with this man. Like, I want to I wanna be taken by a hot old young man who <laughs> puts me in a tower for ten years and, okay, if he lets me use his library, this guy does not seem like...
1: But you wouldn't be able to talk to your family anymore. You wouldn't be able to communicate to them ten years.
0: That would be you rough. You wouldn't be
1: able to do actual school for ten years, no outside contact. He apparently barely talks to these girls, so, like, you're by yourself for ten years. Isolation. I loved
0: quarantine! To me, that sounds like, this does not sound like a bad deal. Like, I feel like I could be one of those people who does, like, the NASA experiments, you know, where, like, they stick you in a room for, like, a year and you can't go anywhere and just have to sit in bed for a year, and I'd be like, done. I could do that. But, I mean, I definitely see the downsides of being kidnapped for ten years and... Let's
1: just hope that people don't listen and go. Let's kidnap this girl. <laughs> so she sounds like she'd be all Please for don't it. So
0: take me, unless you're a magical bee. Like if you're a wizard, come, come for me.
1: Real wizard. Let's just caveat that with let's a real wizard.
0: Yes. Yes. Probably shouldn't say come for me on a
1: on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so that's your prediction for next thing is that they're gonna become friends.
0: I, well, I hope that they develop, like, more of, like, a mutual respect, I guess. Okay. Like, where she doesn't hate him or she's not as afraid of him. Um, and he maybe eases up on the, as, as humorous as they are, maybe he, he eases up on the, the personal insults. But, um, yes, I'm hoping that they become.
1: Well, we will And maybe see. more. <laughs> well, we will see on the next episode where we will be going through chapters three through five. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.